up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, episode number 102, Creating a Vision. And today marks the first episode in our Marketing 201 Level Up series. So for starting today and the next few episodes, we'll be diving into more advanced marketing topics. If you haven't already, you'll want to go back and listen to our Marketing 101 series, Um, those are all denoted in the show titles, but it's the ones talking about mission statement, target audience, content strategy, um, goal setting, all of that good stuff, brand pillars. So you can check out those episodes or attend the free workshop on marketinguninhibited.com where you can get those basics covered. You will want to get your basics covered before moving forward with these Marketing 201 episodes because we're, we're going deeper into marketing topics. So if you don't know, you don't have the foundation of your business set up yet, these topics are going to be not as relevant for you or maybe a little bit harder to define. So I suggest going back to those before getting started here. And if you're ready, let's go. As always, you can schedule your free 30-minute consultation on marketinguninhibited.com. And starting today, when you listen to this, I am reintroducing the Uninhibited Jumpstart service. So this is a service I used to offer a couple years ago, and then I kind of phased it out for a little bit. And now I'm bringing it back because I have had some demand for this and I hear you. So this is a one-time meeting for creative entrepreneurs that are looking to breathe new life into their marketing. One, it contains one 90-minute laser-focused marketing meeting where we have time to talk through all of your ideas, your marketing questions, your business problems and fundamentals, and you'll get Four, uh, one four-week marketing action plan for you to execute. So I'll send that to you after our meeting is over. And then you'll get four weeks of virtual marketing support as you execute that marketing action plan. And you can get virtual support however you see fit. So either email, text, or Voxer, where we can exchange voice notes. Um, and that will continue for the four weeks until you've executed that plan. Um, So you can schedule that on my website at marketinguninhibited.com under the work with me tab. Pick the time that works best for you. It is a one, a one-off meeting. So it's just a one-time meeting for people who are not quite ready for six months of marketing coaching yet, or just want to know what it's like to work with me. This is a great way to, to see what it's like to have a marketing coach. And it's a great way to solve like a one-time problem in your business or get help with a project that you want to get off the ground in a timely manner. So check that out, marketinguninhibited.com. I'm so excited to bring that to you guys. All right. How the hell are you guys? I know it has been a couple weeks um, since I've recorded a podcast. I've been working on this Marketing 201 stuff and trying to make sure that I'm giving you the content, the marketing 
content and the deep dive that is most relevant for you and your business. And so some of the topics we'll cover are in the 201 series. For example, today we're talking about vision, then we'll be talking about positioning and branding, delivering value, and really diving into sales funnels. I know we've talked about customer journeys in the past, um, but we're going to do it a little more technical with the sales funnel one. So be on the lookout for those. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I have had an emotional hangover from February. I know we all felt the February funk, and now that March is here and we have experienced, are experiencing the one-year anniversary of the pandemic, and the weather has gotten colder and drearier again in Illinois, so I just feel like we're, we're slowly but surely crawling out of the winter funk into spring and um, our puppy is doing great, but he is in probably the most difficult time of that at the most difficult stage of puppy life, which is the teething stage. So he's 14 weeks and his teeth are starting to fall out. Um, so he just like toddlers, you know, when that happens, well, babies, um, you know, his nap time is messed up. His routine is messed up. We had daylight savings time. <laughs> we actually overslept in a big way today. Uh, we had to reschedule our dog trainer we, that we had this afternoon because we had, you know, by oversleeping, we had pushed our morning back. So anyway, I hope you guys are are having a smoother <laughs> transition into March than we are over here. But it's not bad. It's just it's just been a little chaotic. It feels like. All right, let's get into today's topic. So today we're talking about creating a vision for your business. Vision is an important component of your marketing strategy because it gives you purpose and perspective. And your marketing strategy, so we're, we're diving right in, and I suggest that you have something to take notes today because this is a very detailed episode and then you have um, a pretty big exercise, but a fun exercise to do at the end of this. So if you're driving, you can go ahead and continue listening, um, but this is probably one you want to like sit, listen, and take notes with. All right, so I want to first, before we dive into vision, define the difference between having a marketing strategy and having a marketing plan. So your marketing strategy is a big picture, long-term plan for your business where you're able to articulate the change you're promising to make for your audience. So again, your strategy is our big picture and long-term plan to make the change we're promising to make. In short, your strategy is your why, but on a bigger scale. Like, And I like to think about it visually as your strategy kind of being the overarching rainbow or umbrella of in when you're thinking about marketing your business. So you have a marketing strategy and that's like it's overarching. And then underneath your strategy, you can think about it like as the the raindrops falling down under the rainbow or, you know, um, just like pillars underneath an umbrella. Is So underneath that art, overarching strategy is your marketing plan. And your marketing plan is a set of action items or tactics you'll use to achieve your goals in line with your strategy. Okay, so you have your overarching strategy, which largely shouldn't change, right? And and you can set a time frame on this. Like you could do your 
annual strategy, your six-month strategy, um, but I wouldn't change it any more frequently than that. So this is something that should stay pretty consistent, right? It is, is it grounding? It is a grounding force for your business and for your marketing plan. And then your marketing plan is by contrast is something that can change because it's comprised of individual action items that you'll use to achieve your goals. And this is where we get to the experimental phase, right? So we can experiment with different tactics. They live and they die and we move on. Um, and this is where we get to have some fun. So in short, your marketing strategy is your why and your marketing plan is your how, okay? And then in marketing 101, because if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you've done some of that work. Um, and some of you, I know we have done those services together. And if you are a new client and we haven't yet met, this is what we'll do in our first marketing coaching meeting. We'll go through all of the marketing 101 topics so that you have that marketing foundation on which we can build together. All right. So in marketing 101, we talk about mission statements. And today we're talking about vision statements. So I want to clarify the difference between the two. The definition I use in presentations is from HubSpot.com, and it says a mission statement is intended to clarify the what, the who, and the why of a company. On the other hand, a vision statement describes where the company wants a community or the world to be as a result of the company's services. A vision statement, a mission statement, a mission statement is the roadmap for the company's vision statement. Okay? So a mission statement is going to is more action based than the vision statement. So again, a mission statement is going to clarify more of the the how and the specifics, so who you'll help, what service or product you offer, how you're delivering it to your target audience and why they should work with you or pay attention to you. And then your vision statement is going back to your greater your greater why. So when I talk about your why in terms of your vision statement, we're talking about your beliefs, about your business and how you can change the world or community around you. So again, big picture for vision. Your vision for growth is is just asking yourself like where do you want this business to go? So thinking in terms of the where and the why and your personal wants for growth and lifestyle. Um, so thinking through those. And you'll notice here that none of these definitions include when. Now, if you want, I said earlier you could attach a timeline to your overarching strategy, but in general, this is not about when. This is not about timeliness at all. While it's okay to add some timelines to things and to have goals with timelines, that's when we start to really talk about timelines, when we're talking about goal setting. Um, this is where we're starting to release the control around when some of these bigger things will happen. So when you're talking about long-term community impact, this is not something that happens overnight. This is not something that happens in six months or a year. This is something that happens over years of being in business, over years of working with within your community or working on the change that you want to make in the world around you. 
And this is where we start to get into, so bear with me here, guys, a little bit of manifestation work. So I like to define the word manifestation by a definition I found on OprahMag.com. I like this definition because I think it's like straightforward. So manifest manifesting is bringing something tangible into your life through attraction and belief, i.e. if you think it, it will come via your thoughts actions, beliefs, and emotions. Again, manifesting is bringing something tangible into your life through your attraction and belief. If you think it, it will come via your thoughts, actions, beliefs, and emotions. And that is why it's so important to have a vision for our business because this vision will help us control our thoughts, which control our actions and our beliefs and our emotions that all works together. And I had someone the other day tell me that they were, they were taking action, right? I had a client who was, and I, I'm never worried about her taking action ever. She is a very much so self-starter. She's very driven and she's very organized, process-oriented, action-based. And so taking action has never been her problem. But in this particular instance, and I told her as much, it was the belief and the energy behind that action I was worried about. So what that means is if you can go, you can take marketing action, right? You can check off your marketing to-do list on a weekly basis and say, yes, I posted on Instagram, I sent out my newsletter, I sent out, I wrote my blog. But if the energy behind those actions is not pointed in the right direction and not rooted in the belief that you can achieve your goals or your big picture vision statement, um, you, then it doesn't matter. Because that energy is conveyed. That energy is transferred with whatever that action is that you just took. So we really have to be aware of our beliefs and our emotions and our energy that we're sending out into the world to our clients. And you really want to think about it like, are we attracting? If, if you come to me and you tell me like, and I had a question in a webinar this week as well about the same thing that like, what if my messaging isn't attracting the right target audience. What do I do then? Then I'm going to say we have an alignment problem. So either you have wrongly defined your target audience or for whatever reason, there's a problem with your messaging. So we have to go back and investigate both of those things. We have to redefine your target audience, reevaluate the messaging and go back to the basics here, which we're talking about, which is the, the who and the what you know, who you help, what service you offer, how you deliver it and why they should work with you. And then going back to your personal why for your vision statement. So there are lots of variables that can come into play when you are looking to connect with your target audience. And that's where we talk about being in alignment, achieving consistency across all platforms. When I talk about being consistent, I'm either talking about showing up consistently, like on, for your content, um, in it, getting in front of your audience consistently. And I'm talking about messaging consistently. So having consistent messaging, meaning you're using the same terms, you are promising the same thing, you're offering a con- consistent services um, and a s- 
consistent path to working with you. And so that's where we're talking about being consistent, right? And the importance of being consistent all the time. And this is why it's so important to have a vision for our business, because even if that vision changes over the lifetime of your business, even if you're not super clear on how that vision will come to fruition in the long run, even if that vision is big and scary and seems impossible to you right now, and even if you've never done anything like this before, this vision is what will guide you in your business on a day-to-day basis. And that long-term vision is what will keep you on track with your daily marketing action. It will also motivate you to try new things, to experiment, to hold on to things a little bit lighter in your business, um, and it just in general help you not take things so seriously when it be, when it comes to taking marketing action in your business because you know you're playing the long game, right? And I have a spoiler <laughs> surprise. If you're an entrepreneur, you are playing the long game. There are no overnight successes. There are no immediate growth hacks. We are in it for the long haul, folks. Um, and having a clear vision helps with that if you find yourself getting caught up or getting down on yourself, because this is a long journey, right? And it's not linear. So when you're having a down moment, just know that That's part of the process. I had to go through this with my life coach, Tammy, yesterday because I feel like the past few weeks have been kind of a lull in my business. Um, And not because, you know, actually it's been a a peak for clients, um, for client renewal and new client growth. Um, But creatively, I just felt like I was personally in a bit of a lull. So when we get to those points, we want to ask ourselves, like, would the me who has achieved my goals, the me who is living by my marketing strategy, living in that vision that I have for my business, care about this, whatever this is happening right now in this moment. Will I care about this one year from now? Will I care about this six months from now? Shit. Sometimes it's like, will I care about this tomorrow? (laughs) Probably not. Right. Um, So I am one of those people who who tend to get worked up in my mind, like I can get really overwhelmed and create a lot of mind drama around an issue um, and then realize after going through the issue or whatever, taking a step back, taking a deep breath, that it's really not that big of a deal, right? And if you're one of those people where you find yourself doing that or just in general, like I really think that most of the things we think are big deals in our in our minds are just that. It's in our minds. <laughs> and to quote Drake here, <laughs> um, we should we need to practice, especially in marketing, a good habit to have is to stop making a big deal out of the little things. You're welcome for that Drake quote. And also that's from a Beyonce song. And I, I meant to write down the name of the song so I could tell you guys and I forgot, but there you have it. I just tied Drake to marketing. So stop making a big deal out of the little things. Seriously catch yourself doing it. This is a habit that we all have, especially when it comes to business stuff. Like you post something on Instagram and you're like, oh my gosh, nobody liked this yet. I'm a failure. Or, oh my gosh, I launched my new, my, my spring line and it failed. And it's like, well, no, it didn't fail. It just didn't do as well as it did before. So let's evaluate why that's a great learning opportunity. Right. And this is why I have everyone 
all of my my long-term clients track their numbers so we can dive into and see like okay was the spring launch last year you know how did that one go what affected that one what impacted it how did your social media how did your launch promo roll out last year compared to this year um you know how were your website sales last year compared to this year do you have a storefront this year that's taking some of those web sales you know things like that so that we have the full picture of our business Um, And the other thing about having a vision and creating these impossible dreams and goals and putting them out there into the universe is that it's just fucking fun to have something to look forward to in your business. So much of what we do sometimes can feel um, rote, like really, you know, routine. Sometimes it can get mundane. And so when you have this vision that excites you and that lights you up, you really have to follow that, like follow where you get excited. And if something that you're doing or you have been offering as part of your business is no longer lighting you up inside, maybe it's time to press pause. I had a client a couple weeks ago, she sent me a text and she said, hey, do you have any ideas for a blog post? Like I'm kind of feeling stuck right now. And I said, my idea is to step away from the blog this week, take a break, Give your mind a break. See what comes up when you're not like trying to force yourself to create, right? It's okay to take time off. It's okay to step away. And I even, um, my stepdaughter Rebel was homesick this week and I had, so I had meetings all day and she was awesome and entertained herself and we had lunch together. And so I was just telling her, I'm like, you know, Rebel, lazy days are just as important as days she likes to exercise with me. So I was explaining that like lazy days are just as important to our lives and our health as exercising days and making sure, you know, we're eating our fruits and veggies and drinking water. Like all of those things are important to our health. And the same applies for your business, like lazy days, days when you don't have to create days, when you reschedule some things on your calendar, days when you give yourself room for grace and flexibility and for being human, those are all necessary to creating a sustainable and thriving business. So I encourage you I implore you before you move on with this exercise to maybe book some quiet time for yourself. Um, Yesterday, the dog was at doggy daycare and everyone else was out of the house. So I was like, oh, after my workout, I decided to take a longer, I was going to just take a shower and I decided to take a bath. Um, And I got a really awesome care package from my mom over the weekend that was like some new sage and Palo Santo and bath salts. So I just like, took a bath at 10 o'clock yesterday and it was the most amazing thing. And, and that like extra 30 minutes of self care time really is what fueled me to finalize the planning for this marketing 201 series. So just make sure you are getting some downtime for yourself to like free up your brain to think freely to create and to brainstorm and to dream about the future. It's so important to have that downtime. Okay, now it's time to get down to business. So today we are creating a vision board for your business. And what's fun about these vision boards is that they don't expire. And when I've done this in the past, I was talking to a client who I forgot that I I used to assign this to new clients. And, you know, sometimes you just move away from things in your business. And so um, that came up with us. And I thought I would share that exercise with you as well. And what's fun about these is that vision boards never expire. And 
everyone that I know that's ever done a vision board virtually or like a hard copy of one holds on to it forever. And it is amazing to go back and look at your vision board and see what you achieved. So how do we create a vision board? Um, so this is where I'm going to give you the steps for creating your vision board. So you may want to pause now and get something to write with or like, you know, you might you might want to just write down these steps so you have them when when you decide to do the vision exercise, vision board exercise. And I want to give a shout out to <laughs> manifestation babe, Catherine Zankina. I was introduced to her years ago by my friend Casey. I'm looking behind me because I have one of her workbooks on my shelf and it's about money manifestation. Um, and it's a 21 day like challenge and each day guides you through different exercises. And she, she does a lot around this work, but I think it's every year she creates a new vision board for the year. Um, in this case, you don't have to put a timeline on it if you want to, certainly you can, um, but it's entirely up to you. And so some of, some of what we're going to do today has been inspired by manifestation babe you can follow her on instagram you can check her out on youtube her, she has a podcast as well um and so some of this was inspired by her manifestation well her vision board exercises all right so you can do this vision board two ways so the first thing you have to do is decide are you going to do this virtually in which case you can use canva.com they have a free option totally perfect that's not the word I wanted to use there, but <laughs> it's completely adequate for building your vision board. Everything you need to build your vision board will be available in the free version, or you can do it like I like to do it, which is you know the old-fashioned way and get a stack of, of magazines, get your scissors, get your glue, get a poster board, or even like an old brown paper bag that you can cut open and maybe like cut into a square um, and just spread out on the floor and get to work creating your vision board that way. And then, so once you've decided how you're going to create your vision board, like virtually or hard copy, then you'll want to set the mood. So you want to clear a block of time on your calendar. However much time you spend on this is entirely up to you. Um, I know a lot of you are working around kids' schedules and work schedules, so maybe, and you don't have to do this all in one sitting either. It's actually kind of nice to start it, stop it, and then come back to it at a later time, as long as you finish it though, right? So maybe break it up over a couple days, depending on your time, your schedules. Um, but put that block of time on your calendar, <clears throat> put your phone on silent, light a candle, and put on some music. Um, a fun activity I did the other day based on a podcast I listened to was create a manifestation playlist. So it's just like some of my favorite songs, some feel good songs, things that like motivate me and pump me up and get me dreaming about the future or, you know, just get me into like a really, really nice headspace. And so when I do my vision board, that's what I will put on. Um, and that's a fun activity you can do too. And like, it's just a nice creative playlist. So once you have set the mood, then you're going to want to ground yourself by closing your eyes, just sitting there, maybe putting your hand on your heart, taking a few deep breaths, and really allowing yourself to get into a mindset where you are dreaming about the future and envisioning the future of your business, of your role in your business, maybe the role your your business plays in your family or 
like your household, maybe it's your household income. And really allow that. Sorry, I had to take a drink. Um, to to sink in, get into that state of mind. And then you're ready to get started. And here are some questions. I have six questions that can guide you on this journey. So you want to remember that this vision board is a physical representation of what you want to attract into your life, into your business. And some of it can be like already happening, right? So if you've done the marketing 101 work, then you have your brand pillars already. I would put your brand pillars on there. So for me, those are simple, doable, and fun. Um, So my business, like everything I do in my business, I want to be grounded in the philosophy that marketing is simple, doable, and fun. So those would go on my board. All right, so here are the six questions. Number one, what is the impact you'd like this business to have on your community? Somehow visually represent that. Maybe you want to make enough money in your business to donate to your favorite nonprofits. Maybe you want to make enough money in your business to hire to hire some employees and give them like the best fucking job ever. Maybe you want to make enough money in your business so that, um, you know, whatever the case may be, right? Maybe the goal of running your business is that you can be more involved in your community. So you want to make more money so that you can quit that part-time job and start volunteering part-time. And again, these are just be completely honest here. This is this is your business and your life. So no one is judging it. Don't judge yourself. You don't have to share it with anyone. You don't have to tell anyone you're doing this. And you don't even have to like hang it up somewhere publicly, right? This is just for you. This is a really personal exercise. All right. Number one, what is the impact you'd like this business to have on your community? Number two, where do you see yourself? and this business in the future. Number three, what words represent your business or and what words or emotions do you want to associate with your business and your role in it, right? So some of the words that come to mind for me are like marketing, marketing coach, creative coach, leader, marketer, communicator, podcaster. Um, I want people to feel like confident, empowered, relaxed, excited, like themselves. So really think about that. What are words that represent your business or that you want to associate with your business and your role in it? So this could be also words, emotions, characteristics, anything like that. All right, number that was number three. Number four, what or who do you want to attract more of in your business? So this could be money. This could be ideal clients. This could be employees. This could be partners, right? Um, I recently joined a business group. It's called the Rebellious Success Group. And it's hosted by Erica Tebbins, who's a a marketing and sales coach for entrepreneurs. And I really have been craving that entrepreneurial community. I think you guys all know that, like, especially this year, working for yourself and by yourself can be lonely. 
and it can, um, I was really missing having that group of people to like brainstorm with. And sometimes it helps to have the validation, um, obviously seeking validation, you know, from, from a safe and trusted place. So yeah, I think really think about that. What or who do you want to attract more of in your business? Money, clients, employees, partners. I know some of you have storefronts, so maybe it's like artisans to come into the storefronts. Maybe it's sponsors for the podcast, whatever it is. All right. And then number five, how do you want to feel running this business? Like put the emotions down. I know we talked about that a little bit in the other one, but like this is about you and your feelings. How do you want to feel? Do you want to feel confident? Do you want to feel capable? Do you want to feel creative? Do you want to feel connected and powerful and impactful and like get really deep there? Maybe it's honest and truthful and hmm, earnest, you know, whatever fun. Maybe you just want to be fun. Maybe you want to feel fun and carefree and you know, think about that. And then number six, what would your ideal business look like if any of your current constraints, insecurities, or fears were no longer part of the equation? I like this one because now we're kind of like breaking off the chains of our mind a little bit and saying like, okay, I can no longer refute, like we're overcoming all of those objections that our mind is throwing at us right now. Like you can't have that car. You can't make that much money. You'll never have enough time to do that. Forget all that stuff. Forget all that. Put it, push it aside. And just for right now in this moment, while you create the vision board, pretend that none of that exists and just go big. And so as you go throughout this vision board, I want you to be very specific. Like if you want, maybe it's a new car that you like, you want to make enough money to buy a new car for your family or yourself. Um, be specific and have fun with it. And like, it does not everything on here has to be like, deep and meaningful and impactful to the community around you. It could just be put on there because you want to put it on there. So maybe you want a new dog. Like I made my vision board last year before our first puppy died. And I actually, long story short, had a a photo of a Doberman puppy that looks like the puppy we have now, not like the other one, because that's all that was available in Canva. So like for a couple weeks after Apollo died, I, I thought that I had like manifested his death because I put a picture of this new dog on the board and that's not what Apollo looks like. So anyway, <laughs> don't go down that rabbit hole, but I am telling you to be very specific. And it's if you want a new car, like what kind of car, what color car, what year, you know, go for it. Have fun with it. Um, we want a fence in the fall. So like I picked out the fence that not in the, well, maybe the summer in the fall, whatever, but I picked out the fence that we want and I put that on my vision board. Um, so and have fun with it. Get super honest, go big, be specific and put it somewhere. And then once you're done with it, you're going to want to put it somewhere. You have two options, put it somewhere you can see it and reference it. So if you do it virtually, you can save it and put it on your desktop if um, you can save it and resize it and put it as your phone background, or if you're doing like the old fashioned way, um, you can hang it in, in above your desk, in your creative workshop. I don't really like to have mine like out on public on display like that. So I usually like to hang mine in 
my closet or like inside, we have a bathroom cabinet, like inside the bathroom cabinet somewhere. I will see it every day, but most other people will not if they come to my house. Um, and the other thing I like to do, so this is your second option here is to just, once you're done with it, date it and then tuck it away and put a reminder on your phone or your calendar for six months from now to pull it out and look at it and see if what you have achieved off of that vision board. Um, I think it's really fun. And I like to do this, do this with goals as well to like set it and forget it. So you decide, um, this is also something you can meditate on. You can spend time meditating or in prayer or journal about like how you feel after creating it, how you feel looking back at past vision boards, if you've done those before. So you decide, um, how you want to display it or not, and then hang it up and just leave it there and trust that it's all, that it's going to work out how it's supposed to. And going back to that timing, like releasing the timing around any of those things being complete, right? And just know that like you have put it out there. And as long as you're taking aligned action with your vision, it's going to work and just, and let it motivate you. And then I want to remind you that you're not alone on this journey. I'm here your clients are here. We have this great community here. I know a lot of you are, you have your own great communities and networks within your industries. Um, and so feel free to share this with us or whomever you trust. Tag me on social media if you want to put it out there, or you can just like send me a message and let me know you did it and what you thought of this exercise. Um, and then it'll be so fun, like six months from now to check back in with our vision board. So I'm actually going to set a timer for that too and remind you guys to do that. I am writing that down right now. Okay, that's it for this week. Just a quick reminder, you can schedule your free 30-minute consultation or do the free Marketing 101 workshop at marketinguninhibited.com. And while you're there, check out the Refresh Jumpstart service under the Work With Me tab and be on the lookout for more Marketing 201 podcasts coming your way. I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Have a great day.